It's the 50th episode of Fearless. We're gonna talk about lessons from my grandfather, why we started Fearless, and how we almost didn't. Hi, I'm Sissy Graham Lynch. Welcome to Fearless, helping you have a fearless faith in a compromising culture. I cannot believe it's already been two years since the first episode of Fearless. Over the last 49 episodes, we've talked about many important issues. And on this episode, we're gonna talk about one of the most valuable lessons I ever learned from my grandfather, the importance of a heavenly mindset. And I'm also gonna share about how we started Fearless and a behind the scenes story about how we almost didn't. I wanna thank all of you who've been following me from the very beginning, but also thank you to those who've just recently have discovered Fearless and have joined us along this journey. Uh, For all those who've been here from the beginning, thank you, because you have been very patient with me as I've continued to learn along the way as I go. But I think back of when colleagues here at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, they suggested the idea of a podcast And I think I originally said no. Um, I thought there's just so much noise in this world, so many distractions, too many opinions, especially inside the church. Like why in the world would I need to add my voice just kind of to this chaotic world? I don't need to distract one more person in their life away from things that are important. But after prayerful consideration, and realizing, you know, over time how thankful I was just for the godly legacy and the lessons I've learned from my family, that those were some things I wanted to share. Because I learned, especially from my mom and my dad, practical application of my faith and really how to navigate my faith in this world. I grew up in public school, so I wasn't hidden from the world especially through college. I've shared that many times here on Fearless of what it was like to go from a Christian university into a secular campus. So my parents just really had practical application of faith. And those are things I wanted to share here on Fearless as I just kind of embarked on this podcast journey. You know, as I began to prepare for a podcast and when I finally agreed to the team that I would do this, I knew exactly what I wanted the name of this podcast to be. Maybe a story behind the scenes a little bit. Fearless was not the original name that this podcast was named. I knew when I started it, I wanted it to be called Unashamed. You know, it's one of my favorite verses, my life verse, if you want to say, uh, which I feel my dad had set that example to me at a young age is Romans 1.16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it's the power of salvation. So for a couple months, we began to work. We started brainstorming. We recorded a few episodes to get started. We had a theme song picked out and we were about to launch this new podcast called Unashamed. And I believe it was literally like two weeks before we launched. You know, there's this famous duck hunter in Louisiana And he was on Fox News and he announced his podcast, Unashamed, was launching. And I was watching the news and I started calling the office and I couldn't believe, like, seriously, what are the chances two weeks out that 
Duck Dynasty now has a podcast called Unashamed. But we sat around the table and we just began to throw ideas. I just didn't let that discourage us. I just said, okay, we're going to just keep going. Let's come up with something new. Because we had been working on this for a couple months at this point. And so we went back to the drawing board and about an hour and a half later, we had the name Fearless. A fearless faith in a compromising culture. And a guy sitting in the meeting, he knew the right song, which is now our theme song here by Jasmine Murray. And I knew right then that that was the name it was supposed to be the entire time. And I just had this peace about it because the name just summed up exactly what my heart was for this podcast and the intent behind this podcast. I wanted this to be a podcast where people could be encouraged where they can be emboldened. I wanted them to know what they believed and why they believed it. And I wanted them ultimately to be just fearless in their communities, wherever God has put them, uh, them being you who are listening, wherever God has put you. You know, my prayer is this, this has been an encouragement to you because I don't want it to be just chaotic additional noise to this world. So right then and there, we just had this peace in this meeting that it was gonna be fearless. And how thankful I am for that very famous and very popular podcast, Unashamed, that they took my name because I was so excited and I just had a peace with the name Fearless. But since the beginning, we have covered all kinds of topics. I think that first episode, I just shared my heart about it, kind of a little bit about me so you could get to know me. And we just jumped in right away with a topic about homosexuality. Uh, I enjoy talking about topics you don't hear very often, sometimes inside the church uh, to have a, you know, encouraging you guys to have this biblical worldview. So we've covered all kinds of topics, but last year during the pandemic, I was stuck here at home. I live here in Florida. So I was recording a lot of episodes inside my closet, as many of y'all recall me talking about, and because the closet had the best sound in the house and away from the children. And it, for a couple of months, it really took on more of a kind of a devotional feel as we face the pandemic and a lot of unknown and a lot of fear. But last year, I started a series called the Legacy Series. And today, I want to take time to return back to the Legacy Series for this episode, just because it's a little bit special, um, the 50th episode, and we've hit the two-year mark. But to refresh your memory, because it has been a while since I've done an episode for the Legacy Series, the Legacy Series is really me sharing things that I've learned from my grandparents and my parents. And it kind of started after my grandfather passed away that I began just to contemplate, what have I learned? What did I receive from my grandparents? I was born in 1986. I came towards the very end of my grandfather's career. And, you know, as a, as a girl, as he was still preaching, as a young girl, and as, even as a teenager, I just realized that he was just my granddad. I didn't see him as the Billy Graham as the world saw him. And of course, as I got older and he was older, those quiet times that I had with him, I would just sit with him and he was just my grandfather. So after he passed away, I had to sit and think, what did I learn from him? What did I learn from my grandmother and from my parents? And that's when the Legacy Series started. And I've shared in the past, I think one of the episodes I've already done was just the power of the gospel. 
Um, the second one, I believe, was the power of scripture. My grandmother really set that wonderful example to me. And then we did just the power of praising God and thanking God in all circumstances, which my family has, since I was a little girl, has personally shown me just what that looks like in the storms of life and praising God in all circumstances. But today I wanna talk about the power of a heavenly mindset because my grandfather and my grandmother, they had a heavenly mindset. And I think last week I was driving in my car and I was thinking about an article that I had read in a magazine. And then I was thinking of some news stories that I saw in the news and just this heaviness came over me. And I know I spend a lot of time on fearless, encouraging moms and kind of being on the front lines and talking about a lot of issues and you know, knowing scripture and knowing what we believe, why we believe it so that we can stand and we can fight for our families. But there was just a moment that I just felt my goodness, Lord, the the waves are so intense and they're crashing so fast on the beach, far faster than, you know, more and than we could have imagined so quickly. And I started thinking of my children, what, you know, kind of a little bit fearful if I was to be honest, you know, worried for their future. What kind of America were they going to grow up with? Um, was the world going to be able to reach them? Was I as a mother going to have the ability to raise them, to be unashamed of the gospel, to love God wholeheartedly? Like these were just some worries I had as I was driving because we've come to our world that literally is just so bizarre and the things that we are fighting and the pure evil of the enemy that we are fighting against, you know, just the simple subject of a girl is a girl and a boy is a boy. And that we are even having these debates and that teachers can be put on a leave of absence because they believe a boy's a boy and a girl's a girl. These are just crazy things. So not to go onto that because that could be a whole nother episode in itself, but I was just driving the car and I was worried and just praying and talking to the Lord. And that's just where these lessons that I've learned from my grandparents to have a heavenly mindset to keep our eyes focused on heaven. I think we often say that, you know, Jesus is our hope. And what does that like truly mean? Because I'm a millennial. You know, I don't think too far into the future. I think millennials and especially younger generations, we tend to live for the here and the now. We have our phone, everything's at a quick access. You know, I can have my groceries delivered to me within an hour of ordering them on my phone. So we just don't think too far in advance. And I can I could never understand, especially growing up when my grandparents, you know, or some of their friends would say, please, Jesus, come back. I want the Jesus to come back. You know, when you're a young person, you just don't really understand that concept. You have a lot of life that you want to live. I can remember that, like just wanting to get married and having kids, all those things that you dream of, that the thought of Jesus coming back just, no, that would devastate my plans. I needed to live life first. But after my grandfather passed away, we've all heard his famous quotes on heaven. You know, we, you've heard the quote that said, someday you will read or hear that Billy Graham is dead, but don't you believe a word of it. I shall be more alive than I am now. 
I will just have changed my address. I will have gone into the presence of God. And he also said, do I fear death? No, I look forward to death with great anticipation. I look forward to seeing God face to face. And he also said, my home is in heaven and I'm just passing through this world. You know, my grandfather, he spoke on heaven. He longed for heaven. He preached on heaven and he wrote about heaven. And I think it's just in this world that we are facing, especially after a, a political, um, a big political year last year and your worries for the future and what the future of America looks like for those of us who just cherish it and are so thankful for how God has truly blessed this nation and how this nation has been a light in the world. Philippians 3 says, but our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him to subject all things to himself. And what a an amazing reminder that when we worry the things of this world, when we worry about what political party is in charge, and when we worry about the things that our children will face, to remember that God placed our children for a time such as this, but to remember that our, our citizenship is not as Americans, but our citizenship is in God's kingdom. It's in heaven, as scripture says, and to remember that. And you know, I look at this world around us and of course all the stress and the anxiety that we face. And it's definitely concerning when you see how many Christians struggle with those things. But to remember that Satan is always on the prowl. He's always ready to attack our mind. You know, he attacks us with fear. He attacks us with the doubts. He attacks us with any thought that would keep us looking to the wonderful promises of the future. You know, he tries to keep us right there in that moment and maybe drowning in the things that are around us. You know, we might be feeling like we're drowning, but that's Satan's attack to keep us from focusing on the wonderful promises of the future. We as Christians, as believers in Jesus Christ, we are to focus on God's kingdom. And it's not only non-believers, but it's Christians that I see all the time who suffer with depression, anxiety, and worry and fear. And of course, there are many serious you know, disorders that are related to these topics. But I think the majority of Christians, especially my age, and this is just my personal belief, that we struggle with those things because we don't know what God's word says about our future that we don't live with an eternal perspective. Colossians 3 says, Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, you also will appear with Him in glory. And just what an amazing just promise and a thought that when Christ appears, that our life appears with Him in glory. And I think I've probably shared this example before here on Fearless. I know I've shared it in other times. And 
I remember sitting on the couch one night. We have family movie night on Friday nights, and we are watching the um, the latest version of The Lion King, kind of the life version of The Lion King from Disney. And for those who listen and you've seen it, you won't need me to repeat it, but so many times, so many people have never seen the movie. But there's this moment at the end when, of course, Simba is going back to redeem his kingdom, the kingdom that had been overran with darkness and with evil, and it was decaying away, that he's running back, and he's running back in his full glory and his full strength. And the music and the movie just gets going, and all of a sudden, I start crying. And my husband looks at me. He starts laughing. He goes, what in the world? Why are you crying? He knows I cry very easily at movies. But I just said, that's how Jesus is coming back. He's coming back in His full glory. He's coming back to redeem us. And I just, in that moment of this, the things, and during that time in my life, I was just struggling with some other things, and it was a difficult time in my life. So just having this perspective and this moment where I really learned, and my grandfather was really teaching me, um, you know, just through his writings and listening to him often on YouTube or the Billy Graham channel on Sirius XM, I continue to learn from him. And I realized I did not have a heavenly perspective. I didn't have a heavenly mindset. I didn't keep my eyes focused um, on the kingdom to come. And I didn't, I didn't keep my mind set on heaven. I just, I'd never really truly done that before until a couple years ago. And so now when I face things in this world that are difficult or a worry for my children, or you're facing financial issues, um, health issues, marriage issues, things that are of course very important that not to allow Satan to use those to distract me of God's promise of heaven. And, you know, we as children of God, our inheritance in heaven, it can never fade away. It can't decay. It cannot be destroyed. And scripture says that our inheritance is reserved in heaven. First Peter, just a verse that I've really enjoyed reading over and over the last few weeks. In 1 Peter 1, 3 through 4, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away reserved in heaven for you. And once again, it just, it compares to nothing of this temporal world that we're facing. All the challenges, everything, the world can come against us as Christians. I believe that here in America, we are gonna face severe persecution as Christians, that they are coming against those who believe in Jesus Christ, who believe God's word to be the full authority. They're gonna come after our children. They're gonna come after our businesses. They're coming after our churches, already have come after our churches. They can strip us of everything, but they cannot strip us of our inheritance that is in heaven. 
It's undefiled. It will not fade away. It is reserved for you, for me. It's reserved in heaven, the scripture says. For today, my encouragement that my grandfather, although he's not here with us anymore, he continues to teach me that he just had this heavenly mindset. My grandfather used to be asked a question about, you know, what is your biggest surprise in life? And he would always talk about the brevity of life. But then as he got older, he would just say, no, it's the longevity of life because of course he lived a long and full life, but he longed for heaven. He really in those last days was eager to get to heaven. Of course, my grandmother had passed before him and he was eager. He wanted to see God face to face because he knew the scriptures and he knew the promises that we have, that our inheritance is in heaven. He knew the value of heaven and he talked about it often. Here's a clip of one of the times he talked about the hope of heaven in a message. What a day that's going to be. All of our aches and pains are going to be behind us. All of our tears are going to be behind us. All of our problems are going to be solved. What a day that's going to be when we stand with him in eternity. So my prayer is that we as Christians, we don't allow Satan to distract us with worry, fear, anxiety, the things that are so temporal in this world, those things that will fade away, that Satan's gonna use the threats of the world to come against us to scare us, but that we will keep our eyes focused on Jesus who is in heaven and will bring us home to heaven one day because that is our hope. To have a better understanding of heaven itself and what scripture has to say about heaven will help us have a better heavenly mindset. So I recommend my grandfather's book, The Heaven Answer Book, where he answers 100 questions about heaven. I will put a link in the show notes for that book. But thank you for joining me on the 50th episode of Fearless. Follow me, Sissy Graham Lynch, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I wasn't given the spirit of-